We're living in tough economic times with soaring grocery prices, high inflation, and an unstable stock market. Do you really want to gamble with your investments? That's why I use Legacy Precious Metals for my gold and precious metals investments. Legacy can help protect your wealth and your financial future. Call Legacy today at 866-484-4043 or visit buylegacygold.com to download their comprehensive gold guide. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Invest in gold with Legacy Precious Metals. Visit buylegacygold.com. On this episode of Newt's World, will we have a government shutdown? Will the Federal Reserve raise interest rates again? Will inflation ever be reined in? What's the number one issue in voters' minds right now going into the 2024 election? Today, we're going to talk about all of these economic questions and more, and why it's so important to diversify your investment portfolio. I'm really pleased to welcome back my guest, Charles Thorngren, founder and CEO of Legacy Precious Metals. Charles, welcome, and thank you for joining me again on Newt's World. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. It's my pleasure. Thank you. So I thought we might start things off by talking about the latest news from the Federal Reserve and their efforts about inflation. The Federal Reserve's September 20th meeting, Chairman Powell afterwards said, economic activity has been stronger than we expected, stronger than I think everyone expected. Doesn't this put real pressure on them to continue to raise interest rates until they can bring the economy down dramatically? When the committee speaks, you have to look at it from what they're trying to accomplish versus what they're trying to let people feel about the economy. They have a dual edge that they must maintain. And their goal is to achieve maximum employment and inflation rates at 2% over the long run. Of course, they can't do that immediately. You have an issue where how do we get from 5.5% now back down to that 2% without the big fear of creating a very hard landing and a recession. So they have to address the situation and continue to provide guidance that doesn't scare people. And that's a difficult thing to do. So looking at 2% and how do we get there, it's going to require additional raises. But the more important thing, it's going to require a higher interest rate for a much longer period of time. And I think when you look at this scenario, it brings us to a place we've never been before, where we're talking about higher interest rates for an extended period of time. And we have to draw back to, you know, the scenario that President Reagan had to deal with and that you were part of getting us out of that situation as well. So it brings us back to a bygone era that we must address and we must protect ourselves with. So, I mean, if they do go through even more interest rate hikes, and I have a good friend who makes a good bit of money at this who said he fully expects them to go up at least another half a percent in the near future. I mean, in a way, this is a classic demand side play of trying to weaken the, the private sector economy enough that it stops creating inflation, but at a time when the government is spending so much extra money that the government is actually the primary cause of the inflation. That's so true. Isn't this the kind of turmoil that people need to really sort of buckle down and realize what we're going through? I think it is. I think, like you said, the government printing is one of the leading reasons for the inflation that we have. 
But again, we have interest rates going up in that classic event, trying to push down purchasing to help create less of a demand. But at the same time, we have to consider, too, that we have a government that's now saying, let's raise the amount that everyone gets paid. Let's raise minimum wage. Let's pay people more. You run into an issue there. If you're paying people more, they spend more. So you almost effectively cancel your interest raises with the effect that they're going to have, which creates a bigger issue because sooner or later that will break and we will see the recession coming. I was struck with the amount that the United Auto Workers are demanding in their strike of the traditional American big three companies. That would be so unbelievably inflationary and would potentially put the companies out of business because they literally would not be able to compete in the cost of building cars. I mean, once this inflationary psychology sets in. Everybody wants to get more because they want to try to get ahead of the curve, which then increases the pressure for more inflation. Absolutely. It's a evil, self-fulfilling circle. At a time where American auto workers, we're going to be competing on just the price of cars based on a stronger dollar. We haven't really talked about that much, but we're automatically making our vehicles more difficult to buy overseas and here as well. The weaker other currencies are means the cheaper their cars are when they come to the United States. So if we're going to do this, and this is the way out, we have to realize we're hurting our automotive industry while trying to say we're doing something good. People making money is a good thing, but when it costs jobs, because this will in the long run, and it costs sales, that's going to lead us to much bigger problems. And we're going to have another scenario where we're going to have to come out with a campaign that says, buy America first, because we're going to make our cars too expensive. I just ran across a note that the Federal Reserve is actually going to cut its staff by 500 positions. I mean, I have no idea why they're doing that. That's pretty unusual for them. It's very unusual. It's over a decade since it's happened last. And It's difficult to understand what exactly that's leading to and why. It's the biggest drop since 2010 at a time when they're doing more and more. So it's a little confusing. And this is one of those things that sends mixed signals to fellow Americans. If the Federal Reserve's cutting jobs, how can we say the economy is strong? They have numbers that say that it is, but yet they're even in the process of laying off people. This is a warning sign. This is what we typically look for when we see that there's a recession coming. The layoff of people. Companies know better. And in this case, the Federal Reserve knows better. So it does indicate some of the other concerns we have. The American people are sufficiently worried about inflation that when asked if they want to cut spending to balance the budget and reduce inflation, 78% said yes and only 11% disagreed. I mean, this is a really high number favoring a smaller government. Absolutely. And I do have to question who those 11% are, but that's another conversation. But when you see an overwhelming number like that, that lets you know that we all feel it, we all get it. And it's time for our government to react in a way that supports us, that takes themselves out of the way from what is coming. Americans don't need that much government. We say that over and over again. But here it is in a poll proving that point because we see what they've done hasn't really helped us. They are part of that problem that we're going to be suffering in the recession that's yet to come. I do a lot of polling at a 
project called the America's New Majority Project. And 45% of the voters now say, we asked the question, with inflation and higher prices, we're struggling to keep up and afford basic necessities. 45% of the voters last month said yes. I mean, that is a staggering impact on their lives and their ability to go out for dinner or to just go to the grocery store. The incredible thing is these are the things that begin to take the toll that bring about the recession that we're worried about. When people aren't able to go out and spend, you have mom and pop companies, smaller companies, small business, they become affected by this. And then it affects the overall economy as well. And we're going to be dealing with this with higher interest rates to where some corporations can't go out and effectively refinance their bonds because the rate is so high right now. So 45%, if you look at that number, to say that 45% of us are entering a level where they can't keep up with their basic needs, it makes one begin to think, you know, a third world country. And that's troublesome for me, that we spend so much money overseas on other things, but yet 45% of the people are saying they're struggling. We need to reevaluate what we're doing. Well, and of course, that gets us to the fight we're having right now about paying for the government and whether or not there'll be a government shutdown, because Speaker McCarthy in the House side has a very, very narrow majority and has a very hard time getting to 218 because he only has a three or four vote margin. They're at least trying to cut spending, which is what the country says they want. The Senate, I think, is just cheerfully saying, look, if we just surrender, go ahead, pass something, keep the government open. Even if we spend a lot more money, who cares? It just seems to me that that's totally out of touch with the daily reality of most Americans now where continued inflation is on the verge of becoming a real disaster. Continued inflation is a real disaster, but also unlimited government spending. That's equally as bad, if not more so. And I think that, like you said, we have Speaker McCarthy trying his best. You know, no one wants a shutdown. It doesn't benefit us as Americans. Now, is it a tool that needs to be pushed? Yes, there's issues that need to be addressed. But if there was a way to keep the government open and still find the means necessary to bring the Senate in line so that they begin to understand, we want fiscal responsibility. It's not about yes, 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 we'll pay for it later. At some point, we have to take those reins and we have to tighten them. And this is the problem. And this is a big problem for Speaker McCarthy. How does he balance that? Obviously, we want the vote, right? We want to keep the government open, but we need responsibility. If you've been keeping up with the news lately, you know that we're living in challenging economic times. Americans are suffering from supply chain problems, soaring grocery prices, and high inflation. All this economic turmoil means increased volatility in the stock market, which can impact your retirement investments. Legacy Precious Metals is the company I use when investing in gold and gold IRAs. A gold IRA has the same tax advantage of a traditional IRA while giving you protection by owning physical gold. Legacy Precious Metals believes that your financial security should never be left to chance. Learn how to protect your wealth and secure your financial future with gold. Whether it becomes part of your retirement account or the physical metals are shipped to you, Legacy can advise you on how to invest. Give their experts a call today at 866-484-4043. That's 
866-484-4043 or download their comprehensive gold guide at buylegacygold.com. Visit buylegacygold.com. I ran across a headline that said, the bond market has never sounded recession alarms for this long. And says that the bond market has been warning about a recession longer than any time in the last 60 years. I will plead ignorance and ask you, what does that mean? It's an interesting statement, and it's not an easy one to understand. Most people don't really get in depth with the bond market, even though it is the largest market that we have. It is massive in size compared to even the equities market. But really what they're talking about is the fact that if you look at treasury yields, a three-month yield has a better return than a 10-year yield. And that inversion is important. And the length of time that it's been inverted is very important. When they say 60 years, we're really talking about one of the largest times in the U.S.'s history where people had more faith in the next month than they do 10 years from now, because that's what that signals. No one wants to invest their money for the next 10 years at these rates. They don't feel safe. So they move money into the three-month yield, which means it's so limited their faith in this government, they're not willing to give it more than a quarter at a time of their investment money. And when you say that this has been happening, right, for over 212 days, that's almost a year. It won't be that much longer that it's an inversion factor of getting close to a year. This means that we've been right all along when we've talked, Newt, there's a problem here. There's a recession coming because the economy can't stand with that much doubt. When people know and money knows that the long-term outlook is worse than tomorrow's, you have problems. And this is why you have Bloomberg and other things beginning to talk more about precious metals as a protective asset, because it's one of those things that steps in when you see this kind of uncertainty. But more important than that, we need to know that whatever we are invested in, it has the ability to withstand that test because the general consensus and the money consensus is the future is not as bright as tomorrow. The long-term future, we see consequences coming. And this is why we talk about recessions and such so much because it's staring us in the face. Whether regular people and mainstream media want to address the situation, the bond market has shown it in fact and in number. So the bond market is sort of telling us that people who are sophisticated are so nervous that they're charging more to loan their money for shorter periods. I mean, is that a way to put it? That is correct. And that normally that signals that there's a real problem coming. But at the same time, there's a book by Jeremy Siegel called Stocks for the Long Run, which has been called the Buy and Hold Bible. You knew this one was coming because it's a really good topic. It was first published back in 1994, and he's a professor of finance at the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. So it takes a very long-term view of the financial markets, starting way back in 1802. And he argues that stocks have returned an average of 6.5 to 7% per year after inflation over the last 200 years. That it was actually a compound rate of return up through 1991 at about 7.7%, but that from 1926 to the present, the behavior of both long and short-term interest rates changed dramatically. During the Great Depression, short-term interest rates fell to nearly zero. 
And in October of 41, the yield on the 20-year Treasury bond fell to a record low of 1.82%. Now that's You're loaning your money with a real faith in the future if you're willing to take 1.82%. But during the war, the government obviously was borrowing huge amounts of money. Gold prices soared to $850 an ounce by January of 1980. They were $35 an ounce in 1932 by law. When inflation was brought under control, gold prices fell, but they rose again after the 2008 financial crisis when the flood of credit issued by central banks led people to be afraid of inflation. And by the end of 2012, the price of gold reached $1,675 per ounce. And a dollar of gold bullion purchased in 1802 was worth 86.40, while the price level itself had increased by a factor of 19. So what is your take? I mean, over time, how do you measure gold, silver, and stock as places to invest in? It's a great question. My philosophy has always been diversification. I'm not telling anybody they shouldn't be in equities, but equities aren't the only thing you should be in. Precious metals, that's another diversification. And when you look at those numbers, you'll see that precious metals, gold and silver, do the job they're meant to do. When you see downturns in the economy, metals move up. When you see interest rates and inflation moving up, metals will move up because that's what it's there to protect. If you look at all the numbers, and this is one of the things that equities people do very well, they like to cherry pick the numbers that they talk about. But if you look at equities over a longer period of time and you look at metals, you'll see very similar returns. The big difference is that metals are metals. When you talk about equities, you're talking about specific equities that they choose to use in those parameters. It doesn't use every equity. There are many times that you'll have a stock that was in an index fall out of favor and get removed from the indexed. Now, if you didn't take that out of your portfolio, you didn't get the return of that portfolio. Very few people get the return of the index when they're investing in the equities market. Whereas with precious metals, you get the return of the increase of the metal. So there's an inherent difference. Again, not to say don't do one, we say diversify. So in those years when the market's doing well, you reap the benefit. When it's not, you have the protection that you need. And that's the important part because at the end of the day, we're looking at protecting our purchasing power. When everyone retires, they don't want to talk about so much, oh, I have so many shares of this stock and that stock. They want to talk about how they have protected their livelihood. They can do the things they want to do. You can help the grandkids. You can take the trips you wanted to do. You've worked hard. It's time to benefit now. And that's where your precious metals come in. They offer you that buffer and they offer you that safety. From that standpoint, you would look for people to recognize that the world is volatile and that things will go up and down, but that if you have a very balanced approach that might include some bonds and some stock, but would also include precious metals, that balanced approach gives you the best possible guarantee against a real downturn and the best possible framework for a long-term upside because each of the three sort of balances off the others. And between the three of them, you get a kind of stability. I mean, is that a reasonable way to think of it? That's the perfect way. That's the way that the regular man says it instead of the long-winded way that I just said it. But that's exactly right. Part of the reason I always like talking with you is you have such a broad historic view of this and you bring in the whole concept of precious metal 
in a way that I think a lot of, you know, if you're a stock salesman, you have a pretty good case you want to make for why people ought to buy stock. And if you're a bond salesman, you got a pretty good case for why people ought to buy bonds because that's what you get a commission on. Every time we've talked, you've always talked about balance and you've always talked about having a commitment to think through what's the right formula for you personally, given your age and your circumstance and your income. And I think it's that kind of very balanced approach, which makes me think that the things you're doing at Legacy Precious Metals, by the way, the information people can get by going to Legacy Precious Metals, there are a lot of specific things about having precious metals in terms of your IRA and other things that are fascinating. And you might want to just talk for a second about if somebody listening to this decided they want to dive a little more into maybe spreading the risk and ensuring more stability for their future, what are the sort of things they should ask if they come to precious metals? Great question. And you're so right. Each individual has specific needs. And the best thing that we can do here at Legacy is address your needs. This is why we say, give us a call. Let's talk over your situation and we can help you decide. First thing, is metals even right for you? Maybe it's not. Second, what is your parameter of investment? What's your time frame? And how do we make this work for you? We want to make the process so easy that when we're done and we have this conversation, you're going to have the ability to select the investments that you want. Do you want coins? Do you want bars? Are you rolling over part of a retirement account? Are you buying metals just for delivery? You know, are you converting that 401k you have to a precious metals IRA? These are all the things that are available to you. And we want to walk you through that so that when you make your decision, not only do we help you get it done, we help you understand why it was done. And we help you to understand the decisions that you made. And that's important to us. You know, one of the things that it's also important for us is full transparency. Having real-time pricing of where the metals are at now, calling and being able to find out what the price is today. And if you're on our platform, you know, looking and seeing exactly what the price is. We do this because we want this to be as simple and informative for each and every individual that decides to buy metals. This is the way metal purchasing should be. Giving you the information you need, being fully transparent, very low transaction fees, and these times, you're going to hear stories of other companies that are charging astronomical amounts of money for precious metals. We're not that company. And when you call us, you'll see that. And it's a big difference. I think it's important to know that even if you've called somebody else, spend the 15 minutes. Give us a call so that you can see why we're different and the information that you have. I think it just opens every individual up to making the right decision and understanding why we talk about this diversity so much. One of the things that we've looked at and we have encouraged everybody on our team at Gingrich 360 to have an IRA, the ability you have to take your existing IRA and in a sense get diversity within your current investment framework by going to part or all of the IRA having a precious metals component. Can you describe that for a second? Apparently, the law allows us to literally take money we've already got to sitting there in an IRA and, in a sense, hedge against inflation by taking part of that and putting it into a precious metals IRA. Exactly how does that work? You are correct. And it's so important to address this, too. You've taken the time, an individual's taken the time to think about their retirement. That's first and foremost, congratulations. Some people aren't doing that. But if you have, 
you want to understand that you're not limited. No matter what your broker may tell you right now, when the IRA rule was first established in 1986, where it really became popular to fund retirement accounts, precious metals were always allowed as part of that process. It just wasn't talked about as much because everyone was thinking equities and brokerage firms came out and they were promoting this new retirement account that people didn't understand. And that's where the money flowed because they spent the time talking about it. But it's important to understand that that retirement account is probably one of the largest things that you've vested beside your home for your retirement. So you want to have the ability to protect that as well. I would say that retirement account is probably more important than the cash account you may have because that retirement account was established specifically to fund your livelihood when you decided to quit working. When you remove the ability to pay your day-to-day bills and pay for your monthly expenses, you said this money is going to be there until I pass it on to my children or my grandchildren. To me, that's a much more important process and a much more important vehicle to make sure is diversified because it will go a longer period of time. Some IRAs get passed down from generation to generation. So it's not just your livelihood, but if you're looking at your grandkids and how they're going to get to college or how they're going to have funds, this is what that IRA can do for you. So you want it to have something that has legs, that has the ability to stand that test of time that we don't see from many of the other investment vehicles right now. If you've been keeping up with the news lately, You know that we're living in challenging economic times. Americans are suffering from supply chain problems, soaring grocery prices, and high inflation. All this economic turmoil means increased volatility in the stock market, which can impact your retirement investments. Legacy Precious Metals is the company I use when investing in gold and gold IRAs. A gold IRA has the same tax advantage of a traditional IRA while giving you protection by owning physical gold. Legacy Precious Metals believes that your financial security should never be left to chance. Learn how to protect your wealth and secure your financial future with gold. Whether it becomes part of your retirement account or the physical metals are shipped to you, Legacy can advise you on how to invest. Give their experts a call today at 866-484-4043. That's 866-484-4043. Or download their comprehensive gold guide at buylegacygold.com. Visit buylegacygold.com. So if people, having listened to us today, if they're kind of intrigued with this and curious, is there a way that they can reach Legacy Precious Metals to ask these kinds of questions? Absolutely. You know, one of the best ways to do it is if you have questions and you have a minute, give us a call. The phone number is 866-484-4043. If you do call when we answer the phone, make sure you mention that you heard us from Newt. That's important to us. We love to support Newt, and we want to make sure that everyone who's listening gets the services that they need, and we want to be able to tell Newt that we're helping people. That's why he does this as well. So you can reach us on the phone. You can reach us on our website. There's a brochure you can get. Great reading. But again, even when you get that brochure, when you go through it, you're going to have questions. That's normal. Reach out to us. 
spend some time with one of our account executives here, and they're going to walk you through the process so that you understand what it is, what we're trying to accomplish, and if it's right for you. Just to remind everyone, the number is 866-484-4043. And they're very happy for you to call and get educated. They'll send you materials. There's no obligation on your part. This is a great chance to learn. And one of the reasons I think that Charles created Legacy Precious Metals was to try to educate people and put the power in your hands for you to make an informed decision. Now, this next thing I've never done before. I'm really intrigued with this. And we have some very exciting news to announce today. Charles, why don't you share with our listeners about this project that we've been collaborating on, which I have to tell you, I think is just great fun. I would love to. Through the course of time that we've been chatting, I've always said there's some more we can do. And in helping people, we wanted to not just help them with their medals, but also honor the people who care about their livelihood and who care about America and have done such an amazing life work of doing it. So we were talking with the speaker and we said, you know what we should do? We should make a silver coin with you on it. Let's honor somebody who spent his entire life in service of American people. So that's what we did. We created a contract with America-themed silver coin. It's an amazing coin, 99.99% silver. We have the image of nude on it. We have some of the tenets of the contract with America on the back of it. And what it does, it gives us the ability to make an investment in something, but also honor someone. And I know that the speaker's a little modest, but he deserves to be honored. The life work that he's had and the work that he's done for us as American people, we should honor that. And that's what we want to do. But also, it gives us the opportunity for those of you who are like me and you purchase medals, gives me the ability to pass it on to my children and have that conversation. Let's talk about what happened. Let's talk about how if you're dedicated and you have conviction and you care, you can change the course of America. You can make America a better place. And I think for me, that's one of the great reasons that we really wanted to do this coin was so that we could commemorate the life work and the effort and what an amazing benefit we've had from that life work. So we did create the new Gingrich contract with America themed silver coin. And I have to confess, I was skeptical when this first came up, but the folks who designed this coin did an amazing job. It really does have a real relationship back to the contract with America. So that's on one side of the coin. And then basically a silver version of my official portrait that hangs in the capitals, the other side of the coin. It came out, I was amazed. You know, my mother would be so happy to have something like this. So I really appreciate, first of all, the very fact that you would be willing, Charles, to do something like this. It's extraordinary. It's something that we're going to treasure. The coin will be available for pre-order starting next Friday at NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com. That's NewtGingrichSilverCoin.com. And as I said, I was blown away when I saw what they did at the Mint. It is really going to be remarkable. And I'm just personally so grateful to you, Charles, for thinking up something like this and for making it historic in a way that I would personally never have dreamed of. It was our pleasure. I want to thank you for helping create the coin. I want to thank you for the educational conversation we try to have once a quarter. I think that anybody who's been listening to us has a much better understanding over the last couple of years of what's going on. 
This is a very complicated and rapidly evolving economic environment. I think that having a diverse portfolio really matters, including precious metals like gold and silver. And I want to remind our listeners, if they want more information, they can call Charles and his team at Legacy Precious Metals directly at 866-484-4043. That's 866-484-4043. Or they can visit buylegacygold.com slash newt. And Charles, I just want to thank you for taking the time once again to help educate us about this rapidly evolving economy. It's actually my pleasure. Thank you for the time. Thank you to my guest, Charles Thorngren. You can learn more about Legacy Precious Metals at buylegacygold.com slash newt. Newt's World is produced by Gingrich 360 and iHeartMedia. Our executive producer is Garnsey Sloan, and our researcher is Rachel Peterson. The artwork for the show was created by Steve Pendley. Special thanks to the team at Gingrich 360. If you've been enjoying Newt's World, I hope you'll go to Apple Podcasts and both rate us with five stars and give us a review so others can learn what it's all about. Right now, listeners of Newt's World can sign up for my three free weekly columns at Gingrich360.com slash newsletter. I'm Newt Gingrich. This is Newt's World. This episode of Newt's World was brought to you by Legacy Precious Metals. Legacy Precious Metals.